Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. I want to thank you for listening to the Negative to Positive, which is brought to you by our good neighbors at State Farm. If you know me, you know I'm all about the real deal with State Farm. You get the real deal. Great service and surprisingly great rates. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Ha <laughs> ha. What led me to, to start the podcast from negative to positive is I feel that the world needs it now more than ever. And also, what I love about the podcast is you get a chance to see somebody from a different perspective. You know, some people may stereotype you due to the music that you make uh, or the way that you entertain while you're on stage or, uh, how can I say, your, your environment slash facade, you know? So when they get a chance to see how you think and your perspective slash opinions on things, things, you, you stay, I think you create a new fan base, you open people's minds at the same time, and for me it's therapy, to be honest with you, I, I love it and look forward to it. I had the opportunity to go to school in New York, I went to NYU, but I would say whether I went to NYU or not, it was all the things I did outside of the school that really opened up things, like I went and worked on Rap City, worked in BET, worked in um, the Jukebox, worked in Electra Records, like anytime I was able to learn I was doing that and, and just following the passion. Always yeah. knowing that money always follows the passion. It's That's never the one. other way. Money always follows the passion. If you're chasing, if you're chasing money, the money, run. Yeah. it's on the run. That's right. If you do your passion, the money follows you. That's, that, that, was, that was always my mantra. So it was never about like when it came down to it, it was like, is this job enough money for me to do? Nah, if, if I'm passionate about it, the money will follow later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was stuck to that. And my first music video that I shot was actually for a group out of Miami. We pressed our own vinyl. We recorded it on a four-track cassette tape wow. with, the, with the pantyhose pop filters and, you know, how, you know how to do it. And, um, we pr- and I just sent it to MTV blindly, the music video. I, and I sold my first car. What was the name of the group that you did? Yeah. called Back Live. The song was called 1,000 MCs. I had my guys come up to Miami because I had the, the school equipment. And we shot this video for about $5,000 on film back then, right? We didn't know no iPhones or nothing. So yeah. uh, I took all the people that I, was, that I was working for on sets. I was working on Wu-Tang Clan sets and these and these, getting the water, getting this. So when it was my turn to do a music video. They were like, we, they wanted to see me shine. Yeah. So they, everyone came to the set. There you go. And we shot this music video. Didn't think much of it, but I sent it blindly um, to MTV, BET, and it became on the, on, on the video back then, top 20 on, on Yo! MTV Raps. Huge. It was on BET. Um, How did you feel when that happened? What, what, what was the feeling that went through your body? One feeling, it was, I know I could do anything in this world. Damn right. That was it. Yes, sir. Because I proved it. I yeah. proved it. I was like, you know, at that time, you had to have $300,000 to get on BET and MTV Easy. and all that. So I was like, man, I, I basically have my thesis project. <laughs> and I'm sitting in my dorm room with my guys from Miami who barely had enough money to come up here and shoot this video. And we're watching our video come on UMTV Raps with Ed Lover and all these guys. Price I couldn't, I couldn't imagine it. So long, sto- uh, long story short, that was the end of my rapping career. <laughs> That was the beginning of my filmmaking career um, because I realized that this is something I love to do. And the rapping career, even though I had a video on Top 20 and everything, you're still going to get the door shut and everything. Yeah. Everyone's like this and that and that. And I felt like I took it as far as I could. And, and uh, another funny story is 
even while that video was playing, I was working on people's sets. So I was, I was down here working on Trick Daddy Boy. Wow. And, um, can't catch me, boy. I don't set me, me, boy. Never 38 years, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so we're in the videos and we're, uh, in the, on the video set and we're in the Scott Projects. And um, first time I'm meeting Case, who I know you know, Case yes, 100. Yes. And uh, Case comes up to me and I'm just a PA. And he looks at me and he's like, man, don't you got a video on BT right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting the waters and shit. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. But that, that just shows you that that don't even mean anything. Right. Um, the fame didn't mean much at the time, but... It's the hunger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You were hungry. You didn't care what you had to do. You were going to do it no matter you had a video on BET, whatever, whatever, right. anything. You're just like, I'm going to be around and I'm going to absorb as much of this as possible. But that's what's lacking from today. Yeah. Yeah. Putting in that's the that problem. That's why we do this podcast. It, so exactly. they can understand. Yeah, it's it, the, it's the I, I need everything now. It's no, the, it's the IG the generation. Yeah, it's not now, it's right now. Yeah. I right. just want to think about it and it happens. That, yeah. that kind of shit, but, you know. Don't work that way. Not, and, no. and also in the city at that time, in Miami at that time, everybody from the crib wanted to help out everybody from the crib. And and funny story is Gil was working on a video for Little John. You know, Little John opened a lot of doors for myself in the music industry, and he was doing Get Low Remix with uh, Elephant Man and Yin Yang Twins. And they had a little Spanish part that he let me do the hook. You know, nothing big, but I was just, you know, saying something in Spanish. I forget what it was right now on top of my head. And I happened to walk outside the video set. I had a cup with me. Had no liquor in it. I had no liquor in it. I, I would tell you the truth, you know. And a cop snatches me up, boom, throws me in the corner and, and on the floor. And so I'm looking at it like, what's going on? Right. right. Well, clearly, you know how that goes. So I just... Kind of just stuck to the script. <laughs> and he, once he ran my name, I had a bench warrant. So next thing you know, I went from about to have my first video debut in Gil's video wow. to Dade County Jail. <laughs> on a Friday. On a wow. Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I had See you on Monday. Out. Yeah, I had to ride out. So, But crazy enough, this is the kind of history that, that we have down here in the city. And, and I used to wait at Gil's video shoots to get a cameo sometimes it would be 13 hours just to get that two second cameo but that would be back then a stamp of like oh man this guy's coming up one way or another when you show up in other people's video that were already i would say already on or already were a part of the game like that so for, for everybody out there and i like to bring people here that we have history yeah because we've watched everybody come up i mean pretty much all of us came up and mind you not all of us came up in the industry a lot of us well other folks that we know came up in another game, but one way we came up. <laughs> one way or another. Up is up. Yeah. But there's more to that story. Like, I don't think like you're doing justice of how important that cameo was yeah. that you got sniped from. Cause it was like literally about three years of me coming down, uh, already establishing myself as a director. I was working with 50 and, and, and Snoop and all these guys. So I was like the dude from Miami. So if I came to do a video in Miami, I was calling in Miami, like, yo, come out, teach, come bring Chico. Like, yeah. let's, let's do this. And so I was looking through some old videos. I was like, man, it was a lot of cameos. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Even like some rappers that, like, why are we even here for cameo cameos? But, um, but yo, um, so when, when we were waiting, I mean, it was a long video day. Buster Rhymes yeah, was there Buster, on the, right. as well. And it was like, this was going to be the first time that people see Pitbull on this, on this 
scale. So I was excited. Like, like yeah, Miami's going to rep. And you went then, from the scale to the jail. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, at the end of the day, we called him up. We are, where's he at? He's like, nah, they snagged him up. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. It nah. wasn't meant to be. Nah, but look you at know? it now. Nah, look at it, yeah. Look, look, at, look at it now. But as long as, hey, you got to own it, keep it moving. And that's what I, when I was in, in, in Dade County Jail, I was just thinking, they just, well, it wasn't for me. We have a saying in Spanish, lo que está para ti, nadie te lo quita. That means whatever's meant for you, nobody could take it from you. So, like I said, wasn't meant for me that day. <laughs> so, what, I have a question for you. A lot of people, when, that, when that, something like that happens, they get down. They're like, yo, I can't believe it. That was my shot. That was my chance. Yeah. Did any of that run through your head when that was happening at that moment? Or were you always embedded with this, like, yo, the universe got this path for me and I'm not there? I've, I've never been afraid. I've always trusted time and never been afraid of the journey. And, and what really set me up for that in the industry was my first concert with Uncle Luke, mm. which we spoke about when Luke was on the podcast. But that could have been the beginning of the end of my career, the way I, I literally fucked up on stage, yeah. how nervous I was, how drunk I got and in front of 10,000 people at the time in Charlotte, North Kakalaka, which is North Carolina. And when I embraced that and I turned to Luke and I said, hey, my bad, I apologize for real. I, I fucked that up. You know, that, that was an opportunity that I fucked up. He's like, I knew what you was going to do, Chico. I just was going to see if you was going to own it. And that's why he kept telling me. He said, anytime I would ask him for the, if I could drink from his liquor bottle, I said, hey, can I hit this? He said, yeah, knock yourself out, Chico. Knock yourself out. He was telling me already, go ahead, knock yourself out. Because he knew that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So coming back, owning it, apologizing. Right. It made me even work even harder for his respect and everybody that was there because, you know, they were clowning me for a while. <laughs> they were clowning me for a while until I came with certain music that they said, OK, now Chico's bringing it. But so when something like that happened, man, that was <laughs> yeah. when it's not this craziness going on. I'm usually on the road a whole lot. So in my head, when I'm not on the road like these days. Believe it or not, I still stay pretty busy. And when I need something delicious, when I want to feed the whole squad, and that's why I say it's got to be KFC. As the social distancing, they got that on lock. You heard me. They got it on lock. And all you got to do is just order ahead at KFC.com. Come through, pick it up, like that old song, boom, pick it up, pick it up. And the whole family is going to enjoy it. Ya, tu, Sally. For me, it's not just that I enjoy that great chicken in the side which what we would say is, que rico. The fact is that I also love the KFC story. Now, here's a funny thing, man. True story, right? So the, a few weeks ago, we ordered KFC to the studio, and they put the buckets of chicken in, in the podcast. But by the time I got here, all the chicken was gone. Gravy was gone. Mashed potato was gone. Biscuits were gone. So uh, I think we're going to have to get some more of that reordered to the show, and we highly appreciate it. Well, you already know what it is. That little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, checking in, checking out. And if you haven't already, go get it right now. KFC. Dolly. Out of all the moms, the moms didn't like me around because I was just, I, I was different, you know. I'm a good kid. I was, what I, I always say, never been a troublemaker, just always been around some trouble, right? right? <laughs> but Yuli's mom loved me. Right. She always showed me love. Always, she never had a problem when I needed to stay over or if I didn't have a place to stay, you know, or, or, or no food or whatever. But not his house was always my home, and and then it turned into that vice versa because then we ended up, you ended up living with with me and my mom in Winwood, yes, you know, and that's when he started to started to get, uh, I would say, coming out of prison and started fighting professionally. Right, 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 right. You know, and I, I always tell him there was there was a day that. When this became, how can this I This was actually before prison because uh, that was in, uh, Winwood was what, 2001 too? Yeah. And I went to prison 2004, 5, and 6. 
So it was right, right before. Right. Oh, it was Coast Guard then. My right, 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 right. So therefore, you know, so all this goes on, and I see the potential. I see the talent. I, I've seen it throughout all the years now. You know, anything he put his mind to. When he played ball, he could play ball. When he, anything that he wanted to do, he could do. But then I started to get a little hot. Like after, I would say after that trip in Europe or whatever, but not, I, you know, I sat down with Yuli and I said, Yuli, bro, you know, I love you with everything that I got and it's the truth, but I, I just can't be around you no more because whatever you're involved with, I don't know. That's none of my business. But I just know that if you get jammed up, I'm going to pop up for some shit that I ain't involved with. Right. And where I'm going right now, partner, I just ain't got time for that. Like we're, we're growing over here to... to um, I see where we're going, right? right? And to, to interject on that, that, that actually, I'm sorry to interrupt no, go ahead, go ahead. but I feel like that made our friendship even stronger because yeah. there's a, I would say, I, I, I'm not to put a number, a high percentage of people would be like, oh man, forget this guy. Oh, right. No, I saw it and I go, I told myself, you're absolutely right. I can't mess up what you got going on because of my stupidity. Well, that's real. We always talk, never lost contact, yep. but, but, but the working together and all that kind of, kind of fell back. And I had, and it took some years for me to find myself. So yeah. the, therefore, and you know that that day hurt me. It hurt me a lot, dog, to be able to have that conversation with you because I just don't run around telling people I love them. You know, that's not. I think that's something sacred. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And to have them here now, and to watch what you've done in the last, I would say, three to four years with your life, I can't even begin to tell you how motherfucking proud I am of you. I'm not crying, you're crying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about to. I'm about to. You feel me? So to have you here and see you have that moment that you've worked so hard for in, in this last fight and having the, the, the quickest knockout in, in combat history. sports, yeah. world history, from everything we just spoke about. That's why I wanted to set it up that way so people can understand. Because like, there's one thing I say, and I want to program it to everybody that watches this podcast, especially in this day and age. Instant gratification does not exist. Whatever comes quick, leaves quicker. Mm-hmm. Hard work. Turn your life around when everybody doubted you. Nobody wanted you around no more. Everybody knew that anybody, anywhere you show up, it's like, oh, man, there go Yuli, boy. Uh, you know, and now it's the total opposite, though. So for you to take on, it's almost like we're having an interview with you right before you're about to take off. Your plane, you just got on the plane now. It's taking, it's backing up from the terminal, looking at the runway and waiting for air traffic control to go. You're clear. clear to go. That's where you're at right now. You know, so it's another milestone slash historical step in our lives and everybody that's in this room at this point, because anything that we do around here, I don't live for this fake that goes on on Instagram, on social media, for the follows, the likes, the fame. You're right. I'm from day, baby. You got to get paid. The fame, right? That's how Trick say. We're from Dave. Yeah. Fame, I'm about to get paid. Yeah. Oh, Trick, we got to get shit right. Yeah. <laughs> Yuli, okay. go ahead, hit it. Fame, fame. we have to get paid. Born, Born and raised, raised in, in the county, county of Dave. Dave. <laughs> you crazy? I can't fuck up Trick shit on the show, man. That's crazy. <laughs> but so, so, to, so to have you here and have this conversation with you, man, means a lot. It's priceless. And it goes to show you that when you believe, you focus, you envision, you, you work hard. And how many people told you, Man, you ain't gonna make it. No, I, I give you, I give you a, a great example. Somebody that same day as your fight told me, "Hey, man, you see who Yuli's gonna go up against?" And I said, "Nah, I don't. I don't know who he's going up against. I just, I, I always, when I hear about him, I congratulate. I said, have a great fight, but I don't like to be a part of the noise. You get me? I don't like to be a part of the noise. Like he thought you were gonna get knocked out or something. You feel me? Just, I just felt his energy." 
And I said, look, Papa, I'll tell you what. Why don't you just wait till after the fight? Won't take long. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, today, hit me up. Talking about, hey, did you get a chance to congratulate Yuli? Wow. <laughs> wow. And that person was me. Come on, Paul. This is negative to positive, and I know you're absorbing all the knowledge we're putting out there. Our mission is to educate, inform, and also make sure you have a good time while we're doing it. And we're brought to you by State Farm. So keep in mind, when you're planning your future, they're going to get things right when it comes to insurance. Now, it's important to have a little extra change in your back pocket. So I'm taking a, a minute to remind everybody, State Farm has great service and surprisingly great rates. Check them out when you have a minute. They're going to get things done the right way. This podcast is all about elevating ourselves and changing from negative to positive. When we were looking for a partner for negative to positive, I came up with State Farm, and I want to tell you why. Three reasons. Number one, we're going to get knowledgeable agents. Number two, you're going to get great service and great rates. Tremenda sorpresa. And number three, you're going to get the real deal. Because like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And number one, number two, and number three, that's everything that Pitbull embodies. <laughs> I'd advise highly that you check them out. You know what it is. Now, as, as far as the, today's society, as they live, they say what social media is the socializing, what reality TV is the reality. So therefore, you don't have really kids that are, that are doing this anymore, having this conversation, look at, look at each other in the eyes, give each other a firm handshake. Well, I know nobody's giving handshakes right now, but, <laughs> but where I'm going with it is they live by these two words. It's followers and likes. And I tell them, man, hey, you don't want to be a follower, and who cares if they like you or not? What you want to be is a leader and unique. <laughs> Leaders make a difference. Leaders are the ones that take risks. And my, my teacher, Hope Martinez, who changed my life, and you'll hear me always talking about it because it's the truth, she told me the biggest risk you take is not taking one. So in these times, you got to be ready to take risks. You got to be ready to uh, feel uncomfortable because that's what makes you create uh, solutions. You know, I, I've always said an oppressed mind is a creative mind. When you put somebody and you just keep choking them, you keep choking them and the system's against them, somehow, some way, they figure out and they create their own system, which is controlling your own destiny, what, what Damon's talking about. So to all the kids out there that are listening and to everybody out there that thinks that instant gratification exists, I'm going to say it again and I'll continue to say it. It does not mother exist. Nope. Just like perfect doesn't exist. Imperfection is what, if you put that word and you, and you space it out, what is it? It's imperfection. So you got to own your, you got to own your life, got to own your story and got to own the ride, bottom line, especially with what's going on right now. And like you said, it, you know, we could call it a pandemic, scandemic, pandemic, whatever, but may or may not be. We won't know the truth till three to five years from now when everybody figures out there's like, oh, wow, that was real. Or we all fell for the <laughs> okie doke, <laughs> you know, and I just I don't understand as people continue to follow the rules and regulations, the numbers just keep spiking. So I just, I don't, you know, usually when I tell you to do something, it works. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that, that's a whole nother story, whole nother conversation. But Damon, with that said, and, and the books that you've put out and Shark Tank and what you've been involved in, FUBU, how you took that and, and made it culture. What do you see now? What are you looking at right now? I know we've done speaking engagements together, which is, a, I love that world, by the way. I really do. I love to speak yeah. to people that are hungry, ready to, because, yeah. you know, it, 
me doing a concert, you got about at least 25% of them out there hating. They ain't even want to show up that night. Man, why am I going to come check out Pitbull? I don't want to see no, no rapper. In a they suit. bought a ticket. Or they, yeah, either that or they got, you know, they got somebody that brought them with them. Or the girl wanted to go. They didn't want to go. Perfect. Then they become a fan. Oh, you already know. That's the You already best. know. That's the lick. But they, half of them are in there hating. And, and mind you, if nobody's hating, that means you ain't doing nothing right. Bingo. I'm all about that. But when you had a speaking engagement where people are in there hungry for knowledge, hungry for jewels, hungry for gems, hungry to make their life better, it's a whole different environment and ambiance. So how, how did you start getting into the speaking engagements, Damon? Well, it initiated with, with the fact that I, listen, I started writing the books and then Shark Tank happened to come after that. But I, I knew that, you know, my version of paying it forward and God's gift to me was the fact that I can be humble and be vulnerable and show people that you don't need to be this kind of person. And I wanted to inspire people. And I felt that as a student of life, when I a lot of stuff that I went out there and read or looked at, I felt intimidated. The books were too too, you know, the words are too big, the, the, whatever the case was, not meaning that those people didn't want to enrich your life. But who was going to ever talk to you like you and I, like all three mm-hmm. of us are talking or four of us are That's talking right. like like we sitting we sitting on the step. You know, you passed the 40 over here. I got the pork rinds. You know what I'm saying? But let me tell you something. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and, and that's what I wanted to see. And you know what? I was gifted the fact of being on a show that all colors and all genders like me. So it wasn't only me talking to one. It was me being able to talk to rainbow people and as well as seeing them relate to me, a black male, to say, hey, you know, like Pitt, your music does the same. It, 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 it shows we have more in common than we have apart. And when you start yes. to educate people simultaneously on, you know, emotional intelligence, racial intelligence and various other things as well as inspiration, you just create a better play and it feels good. Now, honestly, I'll be very honest, man. If when I come back, I want to be, you know, in shape with a lot of three or four girls on stage, talk two different languages, and be able to get like, cool, I mean, I, I, I want to do that. So. <laughs> you know, but for the moment, I'm really happy where I'm at. Uh, and, but it's great to see an audience. You know better than I do, man, to see that you made somebody's day or night yes. and you took them out of their um, whatever their challenges were for yep. just for that moment, you know what I mean? And, you know, and, and you see that you do that and then you he, you see them down the road, they write you or they text you or they see them, they be like, yo, I was in a place, man, you took me away for a minute or you changed my life. That is the most rewarding thing in the world to know yes, that you, you've been able to do that to people. And, that, and that's what I like, you know? That that to me is, it's, it's all about that moment. You know, like what you were saying, and Irv changed my life in a moment. Uh, Hope Martinez changed my life in, in a moment. And, to see that, yes, it is priceless. And, and even like when I'm, you know, it's gotten to the point in the school when they see me, they're just like, oh, they go pit. You know, it's, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they go pit. They, he's going to say the same thing over again. We get it, we get it. And, but to be able to look in their eyes and, and being able to understand their story without even having to have that conversation and know what they're going through at the crib or in the neighborhood one way or another, and to give them a place, number one, where they can, where we believe in them and give them opportunity for the future, it's the same way I feel when I'm in the speaking engagements and looking out in that stage. You're seeing people out there just hungry. Like, I know you're going to say something that's going to change my life. And one of the things that Pac says, and I always repeat it, he said, um, I'm not the mind that's going to change the world, but I am the mind that's going to spark the mind that's going to change the world. And that's the same way I feel about everything that we do. And any platform that we could get on and share our stories I go back to, especially in these times, especially in this society, especially the way things are, are, are going, driven, slash, controlled. And I say it 
Phone gets smarter, car gets smarter, TV gets smarter, speaker gets smarter, we get dumber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what we got to do is always be ahead of the game, ahead of the curve, ahead of the eight ball, and the more people we put on the game, because as, as it is, um, like dope money, what comes quick leaves quicker, right? That ain't, that ain't our game. That's not Damon game. That's not our game. It's about a slow but a for show. Mm-hmm. A for show, a for show, and a for shizzle. <laughs> but, Ted, I, I want people to also realize one thing, because they think when you get to a certain level in life, you stop learning. I think there's Never. some of the great Never. things about when we go up on those stages is we're interviewed by people, we get amazing people around, and we're still learning simultaneously while we're teaching. Um, yep. And I think that that is also inspirational. And I want people to all know that, that like life is a series of lessons, a series of mentors, and a series of accidents. And you learn <laughs> that stuff that. when you're on stages, you know? You got to say that one more time. Damon, how does it go again? A series life of- is a series of lessons, a series of mentors, and a series, series of, of accidents. accidents. Oh, man. Yeah, failure is the mother of all success. Question. <laughs> as, as a student of life, what has been your biggest lesson? <clears throat> well, there's been two or three lessons, but one is, you know, the old saying, you know, money is a great uh, slave, but a horrible master. And we learned growing up in the hood that a lot wow. of people have fell to believing that the only thing that they uh, that defines them is money. Um, also, going back to money is learning financial intelligence. Mm. Um, the kids right now in school, uh, you know, uh, a lot of schools, some schools do teach financial intelligence, but um, schools need to find, teach financial intelligence the way they're teaching shop. I'm not sure Definitely. if you and I, J- Jennifer, are ever going to need to ever build a birdhouse, but we're probably going to need to balance a checkbook, whether it's a company yep. or at the house. Definitely. And, uh, you know, um, you know, that's you need to know how numbers work. Um, and, I, and I think those are the two things that, that that have really been the bigger lesson I learned, you know, because money makes the world go around. But it's not how much you you make. It's how much you retain. Um, yep. Tony Robbins, a uh, good friend of uh, Pitts and I, tells a story about a man who grew up uh, as a, a, a who was born, um, just got out of slavery. The the highest paying job he ever had was thirty thousand dollars in uh, about in the seventies as a UPS worker, but he retired and left seventy million dollars um, to wow. to his family because of the way he understood how financial intelligence would work. If you wow. would have bought in the year two thousand. Twenty thousand dollars worth of Apple stock, you would be a billionaire right now. So, you know, there, <laughs> so there's a lot of things, and I, so I don't want to even pick and I to tell you, yo, you got to go out and hustle and be an entrepreneur. No, you don't. No, you don't. I'll tell you what to do. Learn how the stock market works. Put your money over there and invest in other brilliant minds because they ain't going to take Steve Jobs' ass and dust him off and ask you any questions or any any way to solve Apple or invest in Elon Musk or some of these brilliant people. So there's so many ways to get your hustle on as long as you educate yourself on how you're going to do it. Yep, absolutely. Hey, but with that, well, Demi, you know what? One more question because you mentioned that that you were dyslexic and I have some loved ones that are happen to be dyslexic and I, I was breaking it down to him like now nah, that means that you're you're very special because a dyslexic mind is a very powerful mind and if you look at the folks that are dyslexic are very very successful in in the world as far as I mean you have off the top of my mind uh, Steven Spielberg yourself but there's a line that you guys could look up so how was it that you number one figured that out and then number two overcame it so I agree with you, and, and a lot of people don't know eight of the ten, eight of the twelve sharks are dyslexic. Uh, me, oh, wow. uh, me, Kevin O'Leary, Barbara, Richard Branson, Rohan Oza, and I forgot the other three. I think Chris Sack and various other things. Um, I really didn't know I was dyslexic until I was more as an adult. Um, uh, you know, because when two way pages came out and I started uh, hitting people, they were like, "Yo, man." <laughs> 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 you know, 
what's going on here? Because when I wrote my mother a card, you know, when I a letter when I called, she she loved me. She was my mother, right? When the teacher answered something I wrote her, it was an F on it. And when I wrote a girlfriend a love letter, she left me. So I didn't know what was going on. But when I started publicly emailing in two way cat cats was like, hey y'all homie, the word is cat. There's no cat like that. There's no, there's no E at the end of cat. So um, that's, that's how I learned it. But I was so confident with myself. On negative to positive, you know, we always talk about success. What goes into it and what it takes to make it. And to making sure or, or making sure that you guys are on top of your financial game. That's where NetSuite comes in. It's time to stop paying for a lot of those programs that don't give you the information that you necessarily need and when you need it. That's why I say forget about the old spreadsheets and the old software. We need you to upgrade to NetSuite uh, by Oracle. You're in the business world's number one cloud business system. Whether you're crushing a million or hundreds of millions in revenue, NetSuite lets you see what's going on. It, it gives you what you need when you're driving the business, visibility and control over all financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. Everything you need, all in one place. That's NetSuite. So whether you are a thousandaire, millionaire, or billionaire, <laughs> you need some NetSuite in your life. You need to get down with a product tour at netsuite.com slash pitbull. NetSuite will show you how they'll benefit your business with a free product tour at netsuite.com slash pitbull. Ahora sí, schedule your free product tour right now at netsuite.com slash pitbull. I always say that. I mean, you can like her music, no music, but Gloria is an incredible human being. And she yes. said, what you see is it's like you. What you see is what you get. Yeah. She said, she said, Pete, and said, Pete, put the mask. Come on, you have to take care of you. She said, see, the thing, you're naive. Yeah, she, she, she got on me. No. She got on me. No, but you know what I like about it, too, is when we, when we first started hanging out, it was, you know, because you see Gloria and Gloria. And Gloria. Yeah, no, yeah, of course. Oh, God. See, I'm a little nervous. I don't know what to say or not to say. You don't understand. So, yo. Tomando mi traído, meaning drink, having my little drinks, see what's, what's going on. As you can see, we're in Little Havana. You yeah, yeah, you see? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for you. Yeah. I told you. <laughs> He's right here. Dressed like the girl. He's here. <laughs> Keep the music down. Keep the music down. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, I lost my train of thought. Train of thought. <laughs> you were talking about Gloria. About Gloria. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so I was around Gloria. Thank you. Thank you. That's a senior moment. Be careful with that. <laughs> Now I can go to the healthcare center. Go there you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but um, so then I was with Gloria, and Gloria starts telling jokes, but like good jokes, yeah. street jokes. Yeah. She's the best doing that. Yeah, she's yeah. got some real good jokes. And then I was like, oh, okay. So you know, I had to throw my my hat in the ring and oh, yeah. and had to go back and forth. And that's when I was like, okay, now now I really mess with you. Not, you know, not yeah. the kind of jokes I can necessarily tell right you now. You know, right. Right, right. what people didn't know, he went with the, my son to school. So I met him. Oh, was a I got to tell yeah. a story. Yeah, yeah. So I go to school. Uh, and this is in South Miami High. What? Now, mind you, for everybody out there, how I went to school, this is my trajectory. I started South Miami, went to Coral Gables, Coral Gables, South Miami, South Miami, Coral Park, Coral Park, South Miami, South Miami, South Ridge, South Ridge, back to Coral Park. By the way, if anybody wants that, we're selling maps online. <laughs> Follow along at all. It was part of the Gifted Child program. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, like I always say, I've never been a troublemaker, just always been around some trouble. Yeah. Speaking of that, Nayib is his son. So we end up in a class together because we're interesting kids, you know, and he came from another school, too. So what they did for kids is they go, okay, so since you guys are not producing in the regular class, let's put you in this intermediate class on a computer. And this is when computers first started really to get introduced into schools like that, different programs. Yeah. 
So it was this girl I used to be around, beautiful girl, curly hair. And my, I used to call it Sotiga. <laughs> and I had a great relationship with her, but she, she was my dog, you know? And Naive boy liked her. Uh-huh. And he was like, hey, yo, uh, hey, you know, you know her? You know her like that, huh? I said, yeah, a little something like that. He's like, man. I said, you like her, don't you? <laughs> and he said, yeah. Right. He came from like another, so they got, yeah, yeah, she, she was she was she was special. She was doing it. She was thick. And now he goes, Hey, if you hook me up, I can change your grade on the computer. Oh shit. And I had a I had a D. He goes, I can change it. He goes, I can change it to an A. I said, No, 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 don't change it to an A. Let's change it to like a B. <laughs> Like, they won't believe it. You can't jump from. Yeah, don't get. They won't believe it. You know what I mean? You can't jump even in the public school system. They catch that. ¿Tú me entiendes? Entonces, naive. Sure enough, I hooked them up. I mean, and you know, they became friends, whatever, whatnot. I don't know what they did after that. That's none of my business. <laughs> and uh, sure enough, I got to be in the class. So right, thank you, you very you much. Appreciate it. That's great. Listen, the, the first time, the oh. first month I went to, to school, in Kinlook. And the guy, you know, I, of course I got an F in English, but I didn't understand what's going on, so that's an F. So my, my aunt tell me, oh, you got an F? Yeah, fantastic. He said, no, no, it's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hear. You're punished. I said, listen, I just came from Cuba one month ago. I, I can yeah. learn English one, one month. <laughs> and still now, 40 years, I still don't you know, have the accent. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> you got to be like. She look at me like saying, boy. <laughs> you know how many kids are going to say mom I got an F Emilio said it's fantastic fantastic, oh, fantastic. I'll, I'll I love it at least you got to be man <laughs> no thanks to Naive yeah. if not I would have been like we said back in the day out of gas he always talk about you he's the best he's the best I love it. he love you but it's the law of attraction because even I was dealing with them by default right through through Naive you know yeah. and I knew that you guys would be fun especially I was like oh this guy's He's off the chain. Yeah. You know, he, he don't, you would never think that he was a part of the Stefans, let's just say, at that time. And he was always low-key, quiet, did his thing, but he knew, he knew how to get down. It's not easy. You know, I, I definitely know it's not easy when you're prioritizing yourself. There we go. I got it. When there's a lot on your plate. So investing in your mental health has a long-term benefit. And with Talkspace, it, it can actually be affordable. With Talkspace Online Therapy, it'll connect you with a licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. Get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device and reach out 24-7 whenever there's something on your mind. Best of all, an entire month of Talkspace costs about the same amount as a single in-person session. Talkspace has thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and more. The bottom line is that we all need someone to talk to. Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. As a listener of this podcast, you get $100 off your first month of Talkspace, and that'll match you with your perfect therapist. Go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure to use the code PITBULL to get $100 off. That's right. Make sure to use the code PITBULL, P-I-T-B-U-L-L, to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's P-I-T-B-U-L-L and Talkspace.com. I mean, what the fans can look forward to is, is what I look forward to. I mean, I'm excited about doing every interview so that they can see another piece of my life. And I want them to understand that instant gratification does not exist. This is all hard work. This is not by default. This is by design. Why? Because we believe in ourselves, invest in ourselves. And to me, living is giving. And we're constantly giving back to 
motivate and inspire people out there. Like, hey, man, no matter what life looks like, every day above ground is a great day. As long as you're breathing, baby, we're moving forward. And that's what excites me to do every episode so they can see a little piece of my life through other people's eyes. And those people share those stories where, you know, Pac has a great line. Man, he rests in peace, rest in paradise. And he says, I'm not the one that's going to change the world. But I'm the mind that's going to spark the mind of the one that's going to change the world. And that's what Negative the Positive the podcast is about. And, and you know, what I love about the podcast also it reminds me of, of music. Music is a universal language. It brings everybody together. It has no, no limits, no barriers, no borders, no boundaries. And that to me is what this podcast is about. So the guest that we're going to have is going to be exactly how I grew up in Miami. Miami is a melting pot. You know? And we're going to have From Your Flow, Little John Luke, where you're going you're gonna to have... Enrique Iglesias, you'll have politicians, you'll have Nobel Peace Prize winners, you'll have motivational speakers such as, or, or coaches, life coaches such as Tony Robbins. And when you see this array of people, it gives you an in on my life so that you see that I'm a big believer in one race and one race only. That's the human race. We all bleed the same blood, breathe the same air, and put our pants on one leg at a time. And you're going to see that through all the guests that are going to come on on the show, that the podcast will literally be the universal language on how to take your life from a negative to a positive. And I always say, if, if it wasn't for the fans, if it wasn't for them supporting me for you know 20 years in the game, I wouldn't be here. Always thank God, but always to the fans. If it wasn't for y'all, there'd be no pit bull. I appreciate y'all more than you know. I say it because it's the truth.